believe that you can heal yourself? Too often we give our power away to something outside of ourselves and rarely, if ever, trust and tap into our innate healing power and intuition. Everyone has this capability to heal in ways we never thought possible. It's your sovereign right to claim and have true health and lasting wellness. Now, here is the host of the Dr. Dolores Show, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to another episode of Healing in Ways You Never Thought Possible with myself, host Dr. Dolores Fazzino. Do you ever feel like you're constantly in motion and can't seem to get off the doing mobile, as we call it? If so, this episode is for you because we're going to talk about doing versus being and how to integrate both of those into your life so that you could have a more rich and fulfilling and on purpose life for yourself. Let's face it, we have all been programmed to think and to feel by society and even our parents that if you're not doing, if you're not in motion and doing something, you're not being productive. Does that resonate with you? It surely resonated with me. Growing up in my childhood, if you were sitting down, you were considered to be lazy, you had to be in motion outside doing something um, to prove that you were a productive member of society. But I think we've all been duped into believing that this is the norm, when in essence, it is not. Now let's look at the whole concept of doing. Just imagine in your mind's eye that you have a list that has doing and being labeled on two separate pieces of paper. And we're gonna talk about doing right now. So doing is about trying to make something happen. It's about force, it's about pushing a boulder up a hill. It's about staying in motion. Doing is also about being in your head, in your headspace. It's about when you're in your headspace, you're trying to figure things out. When you're trying to figure things out and are in your headspace, rarely are you in the present moment. You are either sometimes contemplating yesterday or trying to foresee or predict tomorrow but rarely are you in the present moment. The other thing is, is that you don't experience your emotions when you are in doing mode. Yes, a good tip or a hint that you're not experiencing your emotions. It's like you're intellectualizing your emotions. It's like you think you feel, whereas just feeling. Also with being in your head. We have seen this in our society where we are constantly needing to be in motion. And you see this in corporate America, and hopefully this will be shifting and changing in the relative near future, but they expect you to keep giving and giving and doing and doing and you know, uh, producing, 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 where we know that when you're constantly in motion and you don't have time to recharge, you have a tendency to stress yourself out, you get anxious, 
you start suffering health problems, you don't get really good sleep, you are trying to make something happen instead of just allowing it and being, you are in a drive that is no, it's not going to be a long-term success. You might have small successes, but what happens is that you burn yourself out, you get sick, your resistance gets lower, you burn yourself out and you get sick. And sometimes that is what causes you to stop in your tracks. Now, what was interesting was that, you know, we had just, we have just lived through the COVID pandemic. And, you know, I know for many of us, the world came to a screeching halt. It's like that doing mobile that we've been always focused on, doing, 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 and can't seem to stop and don't know how to get off that merry-go-round or doing mobile um, process. And we had the rich opportunity to do that about three years ago when the pandemic hit. Literally everything came to a screeching halt. There was no doing. You had to, you know, pretty much not do and be at home. And for a lot of people, that was very challenging because they are they were always used to being in motion and movement. So what is there to do? Really nothing. So we've visited doing. Let's go and visit being now. Now, being is a whole different animal. Just like doing, being is more of the opposite. It is more of allowing. It's about receiving. It's about appreciating and being in the present moment. It's about being in your heart space. When you are in your heart space, you're in your physical body. You are physically present. This is where you're allowed, or I wouldn't say allowed, you are able to experience your emotions. In order to fully experience your emotions, you need to be in the moment right here, right now. And we know there's lots of people and lots of you out there that just really don't want to feel. Maybe you've been programmed in your early childhood or your even your adult life with your ancestors that it's not safe to feel. Feeling is weak. Feeling is not masculine. <clears throat> if you're a man, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Feeling is, <laughs> gosh, that one's I'm getting choked up on. Feelings are, they've been given a bad rap, okay? They're a necessary thing that we all need to add to our lives, <clears throat> reintegrate into our lives, and allow them to be just what they are. Feelings are your inner barometer as to what is going to be moving and what you're going to be experiencing moment to moment. That's the gift of being a human being, believe it or not. So as we have described, being is just about being in the present moment, being in your body, being fully present in the present moment, experiencing your emotions, and allowing yourself to experience that. 
So a lot of people have a lot of questions about, so, you know, how do we do this? Well, to, by experiencing being, I invite people to pick out a mindful activity. How often do we do something and, or we're experiencing something and we get lost in the moment? This is an example of being in your body and in the present moment. When you are experiencing um, a lapse of time where time just all of a sudden four hours go by and you just can't believe it, this is when you are in the present moment. And I know we've had these fleeting examples of that. So mindful activity is a great way to start with being fully present. And mindful activity could run the gamut. It could be from going into meditation, a guided meditation, or just taking a walk outside, smelling the air, allowing the, your feet to rub on the, uh, go barefoot outside and be on the grass if you could do that. It also could mean just paying attention to nature. It could be spending time with your, your pet if you have one because they're the example of being in the moment. Maybe spending time with children, if you are surrounded by children, your own or others, and just observe and just watch what they do. They're the definition of in the moment. They kind of lose track of all time and they're present right here, right now. This is where you start from. Another example would be, you know, when we look at our ancestors, but also look at, our grandparents and our great-grandparents and our, our family, they knew how to do mindful activity. That generation didn't have the internet, the TV, the radio, maybe, and they did mindful activity by doing crafts, by crocheting, knitting, darning, doing whatever they were doing was bringing them in the present moment. So when you are in the present moment, part of your physical body is right here, right now. You are part of that moment. So I invite you, maybe get a coloring book, an adult coloring book. There's many apps on the, the phone now that allow you to do creative things and mindful type of things. I, I, I encourage you to do that. So the other thing is, is that I want to really drive home the fact that it's not a this or that of doing versus being. It's a this and that. You need both. What the difference is, is that we have been programmed to think that we start with doing and turn every boulder over to create, to see what we could find and, you know, think about it and figure things out. And it could be exhaustive at best. What I'm going to encourage people is to start with being first. Go and have a mindful activity and just connect with your inner knowingness. When you're in your physical body, you could do that a lot easier than trying to think it. When you're being with it, you're in receptive mode. When you're in receptive mode, you're receiving information from the universe as to what is your next step possibly. From there, you take that information 
and you go into doing mode. And then once you complete that, you come back to the being mode. Get another piece of the pie or information and go out and do it. It's actually more productive. You'll have more spare time and you'll actually create things rather quickly versus trying to force and, and make something happen. The difference is allowing and receiving versus doing and forcing. And I'm just going to share a little bit of information just before we, we head off and share a story. I myself, in my 30s, was so focused on the doing part. In fact, I was so good at it, and I created things for myself, but at a cost. It cost my physical health because I was trying to make something happen. Yes, I had short, achieved success, but not long lasting, and my health suffered because of that. For the last 20 years, I've been using this modality of going into being state first and then getting my divine download and then going into divine doing and vice versa. It's like going and creating an infinity sign. And when you see an infinity sign, it's a figure of eight on its side. It's constantly in motion. And when it's constantly in motion, it's ebbing and flowing. It's not getting stuck and polarized on one side either doing too much or being too much. It's an ebb and a flow. It's a dance. I just invite people to think about that and just to experience that. Do yourself a little experiment. Instead of doing something that you always do, do the opposite. Just go in reflect mode and just to be and just to experience what it's like to be in that place you might get some huge insights about your next steps. And then when you get that piece of information, then go and allow yourself to go into doing. And when you complete that, go back into the quiet space of being within yourself and just ask what's next. You will be pleasantly surprised as to what is next and just allow yourself to follow that because that's your inner wisdom tapping in and, and and speaking with you. So I want to thank you so much for listening. And if you have any questions, please pop up and write them out and I will get back to you. And I'm just going to invite you all, if you like what you hear here, is to, you know, go and sign, uh, go and uh, I was going to say sign up, go to YouTube and um, join so that uh, we could start a, uh, a beautiful experience for a lot of different people with a lot of different topics. Soon to come in the next month, I will be having guests twice a month to share their experiences of ways that they've healed in ways they've never thought possible. So I look forward to doing that with you all and to share my guests and their adventures. And what we're going to do next week is we're going to be talking about forgiveness and self-forgiveness. I feel that our next episode will be probably pretty juicy because there's a lot of things that, and you know, forgiveness is a real touchy subject for a lot of people. And it takes a lot of courage and being a brave soul to 
move through forgiveness, especially self-forgiveness. So I'm signing off for now. I'm Dr. Dolores Vizzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, and have an awesome and blessed day. Take care. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Dolores Show. Dr. Dolores returns Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember to be kind to yourself and create your best life. You are worth it.